You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Yingling Flight presents Sports Radio 610 live from Radio Row. Coming to you from Las Vegas, here's In the Loop with John Lopez and Landry Locker. All right, so we talk a lot about D'Amico influences, and they're going to be on display Sunday. Played for Andy Reid for a year, and obviously he comes from San Francisco, and his coaching development was underneath Kyle Shanahan. But at D'Amico's press conference, he mentioned someone maybe even before those that I think might be the most valuable experience that D'Amico Ryans has had. And that's Chip Kelly. Mm -hmm. Uh, He he talked about, you know, the influence that Chip Kelly uh, had on him and the, the impact that he had on, on his life and all that type of stuff. And I got to tell you, like when, when D'Amico Ryans talks about not, not drinking the tea and not eating the cheese, if you look at what they were saying about Chip Kelly one year into his NFL yeah. tenure, like they were talking about him revolutionizing the game and he was coach of the year uh, and all that type of stuff. I, I, I find it really, really important that D'Amico was there all three years of Chip Kelly when it came tumbling down because with all the good things people are saying about the Texans, he was there for an entire tenure mm-hmm. from beginning – to end with Chip Kelly, and, and I think that's a valuable resource that, that doesn't get talked about very much. I, I think you're right. The other part of it that he saw was kind of like the arc of a coach, you know, like all the things that they do and have to put up with. Now, you know, he knew a lot of this as a player. He dealt with, you know, the ebbs and the flows and all that. But Philadelphia as a player, he, you know, he, he knew what that, what that dynamic was like. Uh, and then Chip Kelly. And he also got a glimpse of it. Like, he got a glimpse of, like, thinking like most NFL people do not think. That, that's very, very big. And, and, and for a guy that, that is, you know, a, a linebacker and used to a particular way of, of offense and defense. Laces and, out, Dan. And, 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 and for, <laughs> oh, that's my guy. That's Dan Marino. <laughs> and, and so. How often does he tan? He stays tan. Yeah. Uh, but, no, it's, it's incredible that he actually saw, like, you, you, there is no one cookie-cutter way to do it. Chip Kelly proved it, you know? Yeah, and, and I, I think uh, it's, it's a very valuable, just, just yet another uh, piece of experience that uh, D'Amico Ryans has uh, that, I mean, it's, it's going to be very, very valuable for him. Yeah. Um, that, that's your uh, favorite quarterback of all time right there. Uh, yeah, that, he's my favorite quarterback uh, yeah. of all time. You like and, losers. And it was, it was bizarre because when he played, I was covering the team, so you had to be, like, neutral, you know, and – uh, objective and all that. I was never obje- I never hit it. I, I, I thought he was he was the man. Like, uh, uh, no, I, it's good to see. I've interviewed him a couple times. I'm sure he does not remember because he gets interviewed by a million people. Man, how does he? Is, is he just like live in the sun? 
he, yes. I mean, wouldn't you? I mean, that's too red, though, bro. Nah, man. Man, I, I'm worried about it. No, what? Dan Marino. Like, <laughs> You're worried about Dan that's Marino. A lot, that's a lot of color there. Man. I wouldn't worry about uh, uh, Dan Marino too much. No. I think he's doing all right for himself. Yeah, he's doing all right, but man, that's a lot of color there, man. Yeah, that's. I mean, he is. He is red. I, I might have to go get him some sunscreen. <laughs> yeah, I think he's a natural. Hey Dan, here you he's go. He's kind of like me. I, I don't use sunscreen except for I, my my face. Man, yeah, that, that is a that is a lot. It's in your blood, man. That's a hell of a it's lot. It's in right your there. blood. Yeah, business is picking up a little bit. You got to tell <laughs> him about Batista's. He knows. He knows. If you, you know, you know. Yeah, if you know, you know. Yeah, celebrities go there a lot. If you know, you know. Yeah. Uh, I disappointed Sean Pendergast yesterday at dinner, but yeah, you know, it's all good. <laughs> I'm not sure you did. I, I'm not sure you did. Uh, I'm really not. Um, <laughs> so CJ's coming out tomorrow. Uh, little Cheetos action. A little Cheetos, and he's also going to be in the in the basketball thing. I don't too. like that. Yeah. Do you like that? I don't, Are I, you going to watch that game nervously? I, I, I feel like I'm going to watch the celebrity because wouldn't that be like, I mean, I don't want to like, like C.J. Stroud getting hurt in a uh, here's the thing pickup basketball game. You have to realize you, you you have to stop thinking like that because. We're in a. Different, I know he's a. We're athlete. in a different world. Yeah, but dude, like we're living in a different world, man. But, but CJ Stroud, like, who's going to be? Guarding? Would you rather have a quarterback that nobody wanted to go anywhere and would would just spend the off season doing whatever? Because you have a, a, a you have an A list quarterback that's going to do A list things. You don't have to like it. If we're being honest, CJ just looks like he camps at the three point line. I've seen those highlights. No, he shoots a lot. Does he know how to drive? He's no, he's a gunner. Hey, does he know how to drive? That's my question with CJ. He he is a gunner. Yeah, I, now he can shoot. Yeah. I'm not questioning that. He does it. Hell, he 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 uses the basketball in warmups before the game. But I, I don't know. I don't know that CJ has a, the a very stops. diverse game. The offense stops. Yeah, his I, nickname is the black hole. Yeah, I got to see. I got to see if I gotta once see you if get him CJ, the ball, you never see it again. Can he drive? <laughs> can you drive, CJ? That would be Stroud? a great question do, can, for CJ. CJ, do you do, do, do you, you ever pass and pick three? up basketball? Yeah. Do you? <laughs> like, do you do, have you ever dribbled? I hate that guy. By the way. What the, the pickup basketball? The black hole. Yeah, I mean that's it happens. Like you, it happens every time you play. There's at least one player doing that. Yeah, it happens. No. But yeah, it's it's frustrating <laughs> to say the very least. No, absolutely no doubt. Landry Locker, John Lopez, uh, Figgy Fig with you here in uh, Houston Sports Leader Sports Radio six ten. We're live at uh, Radio Row. Shout out to Bull Shirts for getting us the gear. Uh, I'm rocking the uh, six ten cap right now. So uh, shout out. Um, to them coming up it's normally og passing thoughts but we got to give it we got to give nate boyer your your time low t so we're moving past the og passing thoughts yeah i could have sworn it's a 50 50 proposition here <laughs> like figgy who was doing in the loop first me or landry i think the question is or i think the answer is you yeah who's the longest tenured host on sports radio 610 is it you were oh wait um i don't know <laughs> Who's the longest tenured host at Sports Radio 610? That's the OG John Lopez. Yeah. yeah. Who's been doing Houston sports for going on 35 years this year? Damn. That would be you, man. man. Yeah. yeah. I'm, man, I'm 35. 34 years, 34 years uh, right now. Been, uh, so Lopez, you th- I'm not the one, I'm not the one who, who, who disrespected the benchmark. I did not disrespect any benchmark. No, neither one of us did. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm not the one who did it. It was that guy right yeah, there. Yeah, it was that guy. It was the boss. <laughs> 
Dang, Lopez, <laughs> was, you gonna that, let him do you like that? Yeah, you got done like that. Yeah, all you I'm saying. Played the do- you, I don't you, gave, you gave up. No, your so we're just not gonna do OG passing thoughts today. No, 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 no. You gave no, up no. your seat at In and Out, and now this. I gave up my seat at In and Out, and now I'm. That getting, was pathetic, by the way. No, it was not. That was that was. It's called being a gentleman. It's not being. A, she's. You don't. You don't treat ladies that don't act like ladies <laughs> with gentleman goggles. She Man. cut you off. You want off. equality? I'll give you equality. <laughs> yeah, get out of my damn way. Yes. This is my table. Yes, she was not. She she did not deserve the gentleman treatment. She cut you off at In and Out. Oh, were you sitting here? Yeah. Obviously. But but here's the point. So what's going on here, people? is a window to my world. So I've been, in, I've been in doing Houston sports for 35 years. I'm asking him. No one at Sports Radio 610 has longer tenure uh, than I do. I was doing In the Loop before Landry even got to Houston. Um, I came up with the name In the Loop, and yet Landry, independent of everybody, says, "Now nah, we're going to bump passing thoughts. I didn't bump it. <laughs> you, you bumped it. i got to talk to Nate Boyer, bro. Okay, but you bumped it. I'm looking forward to this. I'm, I'm going to ask him this real quick. So the 50-50 proposition is. Man, why you let him do that to you, John? I'm a nice guy. It, it bites me in the ass sometimes. Man, you got to stop being nice, man. Yeah. Somebody going to take your woman being I'm, I'm too glad. nice. Yeah. Hey, hold it down. Okay, so uh, Landry Locker is going. Hey, Cam. Go ahead. Go Cam. Ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Cam, CJ Stroud, game manager or game changer? Changer? Okay, there we go. <laughs> we got the answer right there. We got the answer right there. You could hear him. Changer. <laughs> he didn't hesitate, and he, and, he, and he didn't even lose stride. Yeah. <laughs> he kept walking. <laughs> yes, walk. sir. Yes, sir. We got the answer. I'm tweeting it out at Landry Locker right now. It's official. <laughs> oh, man. That's crazy. C.J. Stroud, not a game manager. Yes. Man, he didn't. He didn't even break stride right there, dude. Cam Newton's the man, dude. <laughs> He's the man. Remember when he invented the dab and everyone started doing it? That was, I, that's the only thing I don't like about Cam Newton. What? Because it was cool when he did it. Yeah, and then everybody but then started you had doing it. Guys like Chris Visser trying to do it. <laughs> <laughs> dude, Figgy, I don't think. I, are you getting? Are you, Figgy? Are you feeling what I'm feeling? Do you feel like? And and, and I just want you to be honest. I think we're all a little bit. I think Lopez is still buzzing from last no, night. No, I, I didn't even get drunk. Fake. You cussed. You, you cussed. Yeah, you I was disappointed in you, man. You, yeah. you cussed on the show, man. I wasn't even – I didn't even get tipsy. Hey, I didn't even put get that t- in the slime, by the way, Fig. <laughs> Can you grab I got, that for I us? got the audio now. All right, let's hear oh, this. Let's this is how Lopez started his morning off. <laughs> so I'm just mad. now remembering that. I, I completely forgot. I almost got my ass kicked last night. <laughs> Because I was talking to Lopez. Because I was hot. Oh and, and they started out, everybody was giddy. Yeah. And then when I started hitting numbers, I kind of got quiet because they're like, oh, shoot, oh, this guy's this guy. Okay. Dump. Dump, Ben. This guy is Okay, hot. I didn't finish the word. It, the beep makes it sound like I said no, that word. I heard, I heard it, man. I, I went to the lab <laughs> to make sure. And you I said, said the it. whole word? You tried to, yes. And you covered it up, tried to say shoot. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> Maybe I said the whole world word. It's okay. Maybe I said the whole word. We but I'm comfortable here. It's not a, ma- a matter of still being buzzed. I didn't even get drunk. Um, but uh, it, w- it was a big night, man. Uh, we'll get to uh, In My Pockets because this was a maybe top ten, probably a top ten uh, night uh, uh, at the craps table. We'll get to that for sure. Yeah, let's get in the pockets now. You want to get in the pockets now? Yeah. All right. So if you're not familiar with this, I've decided to be completely transparent 
about all my gambling. I love to play craps. I'm not. I'm actually going to change it up today because I'm going fishing. So so uh, this evening I might just do sports when I get back. Take yeah. take a break from the craps tables because yeah, it'll be late. Maybe watch a late game or something like that. But uh, after day one, um, I was down uh, $334. So yeah. I'm, whether I win or lose. By the way, I think Clint's down 2000 now. We'll ask him. Well, yesterday he said he was down a gur, and then I asked Ron. I said, how'd it go today for him? Because Ron was down late, and he said, I don't think it went well. Yeah. <laughs> what is, like, not go well for. All right. This is a top 10 of all time. Uh, I was down 334 after day one. Had a really good day. Uh, day two, I was up 296. My stake is $2,500. I'm betting $500 a day at the most. Uh, and, you know, when it's gone, it's gone, whatever. So yesterday, I was in for $500 again. I got my $500, went downstairs to the casino after the show, after I did the Bite Me podcast, and decided, you know what? I'm going to gamble about an hour uh, before dinner. I got crushed. 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 How bad? I was playing because I was hot. I, I, I made up some uh, uh, ground the day before on the, the video craps, uh, which I normally don't play a lot of. I, I went straight to the video craps game. In 45 minutes, I lost $230. Oh, my. I hit. I cashed one bet. In 45 minutes, I cashed one bet. Everything else was a loss. Uh, so I was down $230. We went to dinner. Uh and at dinner, after dinner, I'm kind of thinking about it like, eh, should I just take my losses and, you know, go, go at it again tomorrow? Well, of course I didn't. Um, but I had a couple of vodka tonics and decided I'm going to be loose. I'm going to be confident, whatever, whatever. So remember the first day I made every mistake you could make? Yeah. And I admitted it. I, I was just swept up. I did yeah. all the signs. I, I, did, I didn't watch them. I didn't abide by them. So yesterday I decided I am going to stick to my guns. And you can, you can vouch for some of these things. So I walked downstairs, and I was going to stick to my strategy. I was not going to get swept up in the moment. I looked at the craps table at the link, and, and it was not real. The stacks weren't good. It was kind of dead. So I said, you know what, I'm going to keep walking. Yeah. I walked toward the, the video craps table where I got my butt handed to me. And I, I looked at all the numbers that were going uh, and before I got there, a lot of sevens, a lot of numbers that were not hit. I decided, nope. I kept walking, so I skipped over two. I went outside, and I decided I'm going to go to the Cromwell. I saw the Flamingo, and mm-hmm. I ducked into the Flamingo to see what those tables looked like. They were so bad, at two tables, only one guy was playing. Okay. And I said, you know what? I'm going to stick to my guns. I'm going to walk right past these. So I walked past three craps tables. And I go toward the Cromwell. This is when I see you and Sean. Okay. And I see you and Sean, and, and you're getting high and all that stuff. That's cool. No big deal. Um, I'm doing what? I, uh, you, you know what you're doing. And uh, and I went into the Cromwell, where I had won money on Monday night. I mean, on Tuesday night. Yeah. Dead. Everything looked bad. Yeah. I, normally, I would have just stayed there and said, screw it. I turned around, Landry, and walked all the way back to the link. And said, I got to find the right table. And so you were scouting. I, was, I went to four different craps tables. I was sticking to my guns. I was sticking to my strategy. And so I finally got back to the link table. And I saw one dude that clearly knew what he was doing. I watched how he bet. 
I, you know, he was kind of like me. He did certain things. He was disciplined and all that stuff. And I like that guy knows what he's doing. And he cashed out like almost two thousand dollars. Now he was he was playing with more money than I was going to, but he cashed out almost two thousand dollars. As he's walking out, and it was a crowded table. Yeah. I said, "How's the table? Is is it cooling down?" He goes, "Not really. Uh, I'm, I've got to go to dinner. I got dinner plans." I said, "Boom, boom." He stepped out. I stepped right into his spot. And and it was slow. I, I was in for, for about 300 Let's see, I got the number here anyway. But it was about basically about 280 bucks is all I had left of my $500 stake. $270 okay. is all I had of my stake. So I went, was in so for So you were thin. So I was thin. So I was in for 270 and it was slow. I was down to about 100 bucks of chips. Okay. Then what? Then I got the <laughs> dice. And it was very up and down. And then I got the dice. Epic. Epic. I hit the first number after about two rolls, cashed some chips. I started doubling up my bets, putting more odds behind them. I rolled, hit a bunch of numbers, hit my second number. Same thing. Started pushing my odds up, pushing my odds up. Hit my third number, which is a win in itself. And the table's all giddy and, and, and excited and everything. This is what I was telling Sean. And like, all right, let's go. Like, you know, it's a very upbeat scene. I hit some more numbers. It starts to get quiet because I'm in, I'm one of those. It's normally never me. Yeah. But I'm the dude. Like, I'm the dude hitting oh. numbers. I'm the dude hitting numbers. And you and you just hit it like crazy. And I hit my fourth number. And by this time, I probably have about $700 on my rack. I see Aaron and Sean and Clint walking by, and I kind of gave them one of these eyebrow things. I hit my. Like the rock? Yeah, I did. You were that cocky? Yes, Dude, I hit my fifth number. My rack, and, and Sean can attest to this, had so many chips in it, I had to start a second rack. Uh, Aaron's nodding his head. I mean, I, I, like, it was, I couldn't put. And what'd you end with? I couldn't put any more chips in so my rack. So what'd you end with? So then I started betting 50s. You start getting cocky. 50s and 100s. No, I'm up. I don't care at this point. 50s and 100s. What kind of coach do you think you'd be? For craps? Like, you think you'd be going for it on fourth down a lot? Like, is that where we're at? Probably. But for craps, I know what I'm doing. I was very disciplined. I stayed to the game plan, and I, I was I was disciplined with my bets. I was just upping the total. So, finally, Seth and Sean and Aaron are, are standing behind me, and I kind of talked to Sean a little bit. This dude in the two spots away from me, livid. He looks at Sean and says, don't talk to the shooter. Because they didn't want to jinx it. Yeah, the dude next to me is laughing. But he didn't know that you, he didn't know it was and, your boy. And, and, and Sean, yeah, well, Sean was. Or was he? Or was he just like? Or was he worried about himself? Yeah, no, he didn't want my my hot streak to end. And so Sean's still jabbering and jab. This guy is shooting darts at him. Don't. He said it. He told like three times. Don't talk to the shooter. And Sean's like, what? What? And I'm talking and everything, and I'm rolling dice. I hit my my a few more numbers, and then I finally seven out, which means my roll is over. Yeah. And Sean, this guy looks at Sean, grabs his chips, looks at Sean again, and run, runs away cursing him. <laughs> He's like MFing Sean all the way. Oh, my god! That bleepity bleep was talking to the shooter. He ruined everything. But what he done, I hit five numbers, man. That's like unreal. So I immediately, I'm not going to get greedy, even though I lost like $400 on the table at that moment. But who cares? I was doubling. I give him all my chips. Eleven hundred and forty-five dollars. I was in for two seventy. I got eleven hundred and forty-five dollars. 
so for the trip, Jeez. so for the trip, uh, my stake is twenty five hundred. I have twenty six hundred three hundred and forty one dollars. I'm up eight hundred and forty one dollars altogether. Okay. After getting my ha- ass <coughs> handed Good to Good job, me. John. <coughs> and that's why he's still hammered, because he was drinking the uh, uh, I wasn't. bottomless drinks. Uh, that's why Lopez is I still I really drunk. wasn't. I, I, never, I never got tipsy. Um, but I guess I was just kind of uh, punch drunk, so to speak, because that, that, that was one for the books. Uh, that was one for, for the books. No question it, about it. It should be. Yeah. Uh, let's talk to uh, Nate Boyer, Radio Row guest, uh, Nate Boyer. Uh, joining us next. Let's let's cut up with him, man. It, it should be a good time. We'll talk to uh, Nate Boyer next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yingling Flight presents Sports Radio 610 live from Radio Row. Coming to you from Las Vegas. Here's In the Loop with John Lopez and Landry Locker. We're supposed to join us. Uh, not here right now um, at the moment. So uh, we'll uh, we'll figure out what to do with that. But he is uh, not here yet. We'll, we'll talk to him. Um, you maybe, know what? Maybe. This might be a good time to share a story that happened this morning. Okay. Uh, and I'm being 100% serious. Okay. Like, Tell this me is, a story, OG. This is, this is the real deal, people. Oh, gosh. Uh, As opposed to all your other stories? Uh, no. <laughs> what does that mean? You got you to put, like a, you meant, put a preface meant, on this I, is the real deal? I meant serious real deal. Okay. My daughter okay. is a nurse at MD Anderson. She's driving to our house this morning because we're talking about Nate Boyer. He's one of... Uh, uh, America's heroes. He's he's done a lot for veterans and such. So it kind of ties in with this until he gets here. And I can finish the story later if if he gets here before I finish the story. Um, so my daughter is on our way to our house this morning to, to drop off her dog. My wife's going to drop off her dog, and she sees witnesses a tractor run over a woman. I'm not going to mention any names or anything else, but she sees a tractor run over a woman and and her dog. They were jogging. The tractor takes off. The woman is on the ground, almost looking lifeless. Yeah. My daughter jumps out of her car, 
pulls over as other cars are pulling over and goes to the woman and she's bleeding i'll just say she's bleeding yeah um gets her cardigan wraps this where the blood is puts pressure on the blood tries to get the woman uh alert tries to get the woman to, to keep from going into shock other cars are stopping trying to help she's the only one with medical um with medical experience on it she's moving this trying not to move the the woman too much she's, she's taking care of the woman uh ems finally gets there and takes over landry my daughter saved the woman's life today yeah. Now, is this a Mark Andrews or a? Huh? Is this Mark? Is, is there? Is there? Is the medical guy, uh, guy going to call in Mark Andrews? Oh yeah. There's holes in her story. <laughs> there's some holes in the story, dude. Yeah. Hey, so hold on. And she is like she is trained. She's worked in trauma centers, but now she's at MD Anderson. I mean, I just got a. I, I was in awe. She was after it all happened. Like most people said, she she kind of got shook up, but in the moment, she was she saved a woman's life. Man. That's crazy because, fortunately, she was uh, she was there. Well, that's 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 why uh, that's why people in the medical field and first responders and stuff. That's that's what makes them true heroes. Is that the 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 real the real ones like the good cops, good firemen, good uh, medical folk? They're never really off the clock, even when they're off the clock. No, like so. And you know, so Liz, you always you always have she's a, you always have those types of instincts and stuff. They did catch uh, the tractor driver, by the way. Uh, that that question has come up. They did find him and and, and, and get him. But you can see the story that the, the at least the start of it. It's on Click Two Houston right now. They don't mention my daughter, uh, but people were like like she had blood all over her. Uh, the dog ended up being taken as well. Uh, and an interesting thing that you can relate to. The dog did not leave the woman's side. The dog was severely, seriously, seriously God. hurt as well. And the dog stayed by the woman's side. It, 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 it's the most incredible thing. Um, so shout out to my daughter, Leah, who saved the woman's life today. At least, you know, she's been taken to, it looks like she did. She's been taken to uh, medical, uh, you know, to obviously to a hospital and, uh, and, and more experts. But that, that's a proud dad moment, man. I mean, I mean, I would hope so. That's a proud dad I moment. I hope so. No doubt I'm about gracious. it. I feel like, but I do. I will say this. Shout out to Leah, yeah. hero. Um, if the middle son had done it, there'd be a little more energy in the story. <laughs> but let's just, let's, just, let's just be honest about it. If, if BG had done this, there'd be a little bit more. You'd be able to feel the pride a little bit more. <laughs> no, Lopez would have been like, Figgy, hit the breaking news. <laughs> there's a, there's a, there's a, a, I don't know how high a percentage there's a there's a percentage chance that he would have said, "Well, that sucks," <laughs> and kept driving. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. I'm yeah, kidding. he didn't have those instincts uh, like I'm that. Kidding. Like, it, I, like I teared up. She's in shock. My wife ended up going over there to try to help, but like she had blood all over her, her sweater Max and everything Crosby. else. Yeah, right there. That's the man too. Yeah, that's the man. Yeah, still not as much swag as Cam. Still, still not as much. Uh, Swag is Cam Newton. I don't think we're going to top that. No. I don't think we're going to top the Cam Newton no. swag by Max any Crosby stretch. ain't messing around now. Yeah. He's got his own little. Uh, yeah. He's got his own little uh, beef. Dude, uh, it, it, business him. is picking up. It is. Yeah. Uh, very much so. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Uh, we got uh, Nate Boyer here uh, for a little bit, uh, Bronze Star recipient. Uh, on behalf of uh, Merging Vets and Players uh, with uh, Jay Glazer. Uh, Nate, how you doing, man? I'm good. How are you? We're hanging, man. We're hanging. I got that exact shirt. Oh, you did? Yeah, oh, yeah. the rowback goes yeah, in, doesn't the Texas it? One. I, have yeah. a bl- I have one with blue states as well. I have a, I have a Houston one, too, that, I, that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull out. It, see, if you're wearing it, then that means I'm getting a little more stylish than, I, than, yeah. I, than I'm used to. Which Mine fits a little better. You yeah, know? yeah. Oh, no, I'm, sure. no, hey. <laughs> I'm joking. Hey, you're not, you're no, you're not, not. telling me. No, 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 you're, no, you're not. You're not offending me here. John Lopez, Landry Locker, big Longhorn fan right there. Awesome. I'm an Aggie, but that's cool. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> but that's cool. I'm excited. We're playing again. Oh, finally! This Man, is crazy. Thanks. That's a crazy. Twelve years or whatever it was we didn't play. Like that's not. It's not yeah. right. Yeah, it, it, it's it's not right. And I'm I'm really glad that it's playing again. Yep. One of our best friends is John Weeks. Oh, cool. Uh, he, you know, obviously a deep snapper for the yep. Texans. He's yep. exaggerating on the best friends. I don't know where that's best as a show. Oh, okay. okay. As a show, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He, he's a big friend. He's donated stuff to us and all that Very stuff. Cool. Fifteen years as a deep snapper in the NFL. That's crazy. What? Uh, at what point does a guy retire? Like, like, I, I, like, like Landry's giving him a hard time. Like, oh, he doesn't even get hit. And I'm like, bull crap. These guys are still getting hit. They're they're still running. <laughs> they are, but, but like, but you can't I mean, line up over them. <laughs> no, I mean, if, and, and if you're playing, you know, 12, 15 snaps a game, uh, and your body's in good shape. Like, I mean, if Brady can play quarterback. Until he's forty-five, John Weeks. So you're kind of siding with Landry on this one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think he should go for twenty. I think he should hit twenty seasons. Yeah. Why not? I mean, Nate. Nate's a bad example because he just picked up deep snapping and just happened to go to UT. And yeah. it, right? I'm also a bad example because I played in one game and then I got cut. You know, yeah. I mean? in, yeah. in, the, in the uh, in the NFL. Yeah. 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 Um. But, but yeah. No. It was. Th- that's how I got on the field. It's a thankless job, and you got to be you know super accurate. You got to be consistent. All those things. But at the same time, you don't have to be the best athlete in the world. Like, yeah. You just don't. I walked on as a safety, and I, I made the team, but I wasn't getting on the field. Yeah. yeah. You know? yeah. So then it was like, okay, special team. So you know, I'm back up on your kickoff coverage and pump block team and still can't even break in the starting lineup. I just don't have the speed. So I started long snapping because the starter was graduating and so was the backup. And yeah. I was 31 years old when I snapped my first ball. And <laughs> you know, by, the, by the end of that year, I was starting. And so <laughs> – uh, it, it ended up working out, and I'm, I was just grateful for that opportunity. And that's what got me to – I wouldn't have had a shot with the Seahawks without long snap. What, what's it like in college at 31? 
because I, 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 it's almost as crazy as college at thirty two and thirty three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, almost. Because that was my last two years. <laughs> that'd almost. Be, dude, that'd be legit, <laughs> no, it was That's cool. Right there. It was. And you I weren't mean, married or anything. You, you, you. No. Were, oh God. Yeah. Lord. <laughs> it, it, it's definitely. It's absolutely a good time. Um, and you were getting I'm all that Longhorn in, Network burned too. Your face was all over. I mean, I, I felt yeah. like you lived on uh, Longhorn Network and all that. You, you, they had the Nate Boyer doc. R.I.P. Longhorn yeah. Network. Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah. Pour one out it. for it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was. You know, the the only things that were a little weird is like you're, you're the, I mean, you're ten years older than everybody at, yeah. le- at least. Yeah. Um, and so in the football in the locker room around the guys and the team. Less, yeah, less odd because it's all about it's just football and those guys, you know, everyone thinks assumes I think college kids are generally immature and like football players. Oh, they're they're just playing sports. They don't care about school. Blah blah blah. A place like Texas, like those kids are very mature. Yeah, I, I mean you're playing in front of hundred and one thousand critics. Yeah, you know that are just if you make one false move or uh, whatever, they just you know it's, <laughs> it's brutal. We I mean, are that, aware. That's yeah. just high level college football. And so like those those young men. Uh, take on a lot of responsibility, and they they are a lot more mature than your average, you know, classmate and yeah. student around campus. So, was, was there ever a moment when, like, the nineteen year old five star safety or whomever, uh, you know, you're talking to him, and he kind of looked at you like, "Dude, I'm not 32." <laughs> <laughs> no, I was the opposite, though. It, it, yeah, I would look at them and be like, "Bro, I'm not 19." <laughs> you know what I mean? Do uh, are you a Vegas guy? Uh, what have you been up to out here? Uh, I just got in yesterday. Okay. I do like Vegas. I'm not a big gambler, but yeah. it's, I mean, I was just environment. Oh, I love. It. I went. To, I got went and had uh, dinner at the Cosmo yesterday, and that nice. place got it. As far as the bar and restaurant, you got the buffet, scenes, or you, you it's got great. The... No, we went to uh, China Poblano. Okay, it's a Chinese Mexican fusion. Oh, wow. which is go. Like, that's a let's Vegas go, thing. Yeah, let's yeah. Go. Which, you know what I mean? <laughs> which is ris- it's risky, but it's a lot of places hey, can pull it off. If, if a place can, like Vegas, if it's going to be in a place like the Cosmo, like it yeah. worked, like yeah. somebody knew what they were doing. They're, They're not, not going to wing put it. Crap in no, Cosmo. No. I mean, <laughs> what, what are your go tos in Austin? Did you have like a go to Tex Mex spot or anything like that in Austin? Oh man, I mean, it's hard to choose. It is hard to choose. There's a lot of good stuff. I mean, I love all the small, just the taco trucks generally. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? You yeah. got your little mom and pops in your neighborhoods. Um, but there's, yeah, there's. I don't even want to say it because yeah. there's. What's yeah. that one on Soco that I uh, that, that that the South Congress? There's a really good one that I go to. It's probably like twenty torchies. No, no, it's a, <laughs> it's a family one, but it, it's neither here nor there. You're not thinking of like Matzel Rancho and Lamar, no. No, okay. I know that one, but that's not. Yeah. It. That's that's neither here nor yeah. there. I, I just figured you would you would have gone to that. Um, I probably have. You probably have. <laughs> How much you get back? I, I'm living out of there mostly. Okay. Yeah. I okay. live on the east side. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm kind of split time between there and L.A., so a little uh, bit back and forth. You but. a Sark guy? You like Sark? Yeah, I do okay. like Sark. Okay. You know? he, he made me mad uh, in the in the championship. <laughs> Why? So, I, I just thought they should have stuck with that dual running back and kept running the rock. Well, we should have ran the drive. ball more. No, yeah, no. Yeah, because I thought – They when, weren't stopping the run. It's, they it it, it the almost run. seemed like no. he had a first-half script, like mm. where – that it, yeah. it went perfect when they had blue. I'm, I'm getting in the sticks. That's fine. Blue and Baxter in the backfield, and they just ran it down their throat. And then it was like they came out empty on the next play, and they got sacked. I was, I was just wondering if it was like because we weren't stopping on defense. Oh yeah. That the thought process was like we got to keep scoring. Yeah. So they were trying to make you know take these big plays and ch- but the, the runs were chunk plays because yeah. we were getting like six, eight, yeah. nine yards of carry. Yeah. Like just run the ball. Yeah. <laughs> They're mm-hmm. not stopping it until they stop it. The traffic's you know? bad out there now. Y'all are almost catching Houston when it comes to the traffic in Austin now, though, huh? Uh, yeah, it is. I mean, it's the 10th biggest city in America now. Yeah. Isn't God, that crazy? There's, nuts, four, there's four in Texas yeah. that are 10. I mean, it's, it's 
Houston's the biggest. Yeah. And then I think San Antonio. I think San Antonio's two, yeah. and then he, Dallas, and then Austin. And as far as the city itself, like the Metroplex, and Dallas is bigger. Yeah. And then Fort Worth is like twelve. Yeah. Like there's, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. It's nuts. I wanted to ask you as we get into to, to one the of the reasons MVP. That you're, we'll that talk about MVP. Like we always talk about, like you never know when that opportunity is going to hit you. Yeah. You just talked about you'd never snapped the ball before. Yeah. All of a sudden, you're you're carrying you know the flag, and become an icon, and you you use that to this day. Right. Like that that's an incredible thing. Like the one little opportunity you got, and you're taking advantage of for a number of great reasons. Yeah. No. Absolutely. I mean, you know, I I, I spent ten years in the military, and that was a great. That was probably the greatest opportunity. First of all, is what I needed. I didn't join until I was twenty three. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I you know I. I felt like I spun my wheels those first four years out of high school. I was doing a bunch of different things, not really sure what I wanted to do, didn't go to school, um, had a lot of ideas and passion, but I didn't really know how to work towards anything. Mm-hmm. And then this was, you know, a couple years after uh, 9-11, yeah. and I did some re- relief work overseas, and I really enjoyed it. I really mm-hmm. enjoyed that purpose element. Mm-hmm. So I came back, wanted to join the military, ended up, you know, being in the Special Forces, and like that, just the, the leadership that you receive, obviously the training, but kind of the personal leadership within yourself of like, yeah, I have to make these things happen on my own. There's a lot of, of all the jobs in the military, that is one of the most sort of autonomous. Yeah. You're very independent and the expectation is like you, yeah. you, you aren't ordered around and commanded to do these things. You got to figure out, mm-hmm. you got to figure out what the mission is and how you're going to get it done and you got to just make it happen. Yeah. And that absolutely transfers to these other things. So like, when I went from, um, from doing that to, you know, to trying out for the football team. And it's like then finding a way on the field. It was like you have to be innovative and resilient and just like and, – and, and, hum- and have that humility of like yeah. I'm not going to be yeah. a, ri- a wide receiver or a safety. Yeah. I'm just not. It's, <laughs> it's not a, I don't have that. But I can, <laughs> I can still do play. I, I can, can do contribute. Something. I can find a way. And <laughs> yeah. it, no one's going to care if you do it – if you snap 500 in a row perfect. But if you screw up once, you're the bad guy. Not a lot of people want that job, but that suits – Someone like me, because yeah. I'm like, I'm used to that pressure. Yeah. Uh, so, that, you know, they worked out in that way. And then, yeah, carrying on to the film stuff, when I got done with, because when I was in school, I was still in the National Guard. So I deployed a couple times mm-hmm. at, during college. So I had a really, you know, high tempo uh, experience. Yeah. And going back and forth, back and forth. And then I got done. Football was over. Military was over. And I'm trying to figure out, like, what's next. And, um, storytelling was just something that was important to me it inspired me when i was younger and uh uh you know i i wanted to make movies and do that so i started i moved out to hollywood did an internship with peter berg who did oh, nice. friday, oh, yeah. friday night lights and survivor and started learning there and then when mvp started when the organization started merging vets and players decided to, to tell that story and that was the first movie i directed so mvp uh, movie uh yeah. t- tell us everything you got going on with uh mvp yeah so we've got Eight chapters around the country, one here in Vegas, um, one in Dallas, uh, and one day we'll have one in, in Houston and, okay. and everywhere. Austin, I think, is one of the next ones as well. We bring together combat vets and former pro athletes, and we help them find purpose and identity when they lose a the uniform. Uh, to learn more ab- about that, go to, go to vetsandplayers.org and check it out. But really, if you watch that movie, it tells the story of how we started. So we'll meet up in the gym on a weekly basis, vets and athletes together. We train together. And then we huddle up, and it's like peer-to-peer coaching. You know, you just you lay it all out there. You know, whatever stuff you got going on, it's a place you can share. You can have like-minded people with similar experiences uh, that can help you through it, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and you can also be of service to others. So it's really cool. So in the movie, it's a scripted movie. It's not a documentary, yeah. but, like, 
Tony Gonzalez and Randy Couture and, oh, wow. you know, Glazer, who I co-founded yeah. MVP with. Um, Michael Strahan and Howie Long have cameos. And then all the vets are played by actual vets in the movie. Okay. Oh, wow. So we made this thing during COVID for, like, no money. <laughs> um, but it got distribution. And now it's on, yeah, it's on Paramount Plus. And you can also, I think you can rent it on Prime and Apple TV and some other places as well if you don't That's have Paramount great, Plus. Man. But go check out the MVP movie for sure. We'll do that. And for more information, go to vetsandplayers.com. Nate, always Vets a pleasure to talk to you. Vetsandplayers.org. Yeah, you got my it. bad. Yeah. No, you're good. That, hey, you're on top of it, though, right there. Oh, I'm, I'm ready. My guy. <laughs> a deep snap, save, save lives, whatever. And Nate Moore, make movies, hell, does it all. Thank Vetsandplayers.org. Nate, we appreciate you. Coming up next, Jose Altuve going to be an Astro for life and see J. Stroud, please don't do it. Next. Yingling Flight presents Sports Radio 610 live from Radio Row. Coming to you live from Las Vegas. Here's In the Loop with John Lopez and Landry Locker. All right. He's not going anywhere. The hits are lit here on In the Loop on Sports Radio 610. Playing all the hits. These are the hot stories of the day. You're listening to In the Loop with Houston's sports leader, Sports Radio 610. All right, so Jose Altuve, uh, he got a contract extension. Chandler Rome was all over it. The new contract extension has a $15 million signing bonus. It'll pay him $30 million from 2025 to 2027. So Jose Altuve, he is going to finish his career uh, most likely with the Astros. And, oh, by the way, just $10 million in 2028 and 2029. How did they get him to sign this? I, I, you know, all that stuff, It always it's weird. I'm sure it has to do with how they're going to balance their money and all that stuff, whatever. Here, here's a couple of points on this. Um, one of them is, 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 is going to be a confession later. But, but the first one is, so they're here. They signed him because you, you have to. Like, you, you don't – he's one of those players – like Biggio, you you can't let him go anywhere else. You just can't. Yeah. But he's going to be making $10 million in 2028, 2029. Here's my problem with this, and I, and I don't want to – look, I, I don't want to like – But it's the same thing I was, as I was just going to say. I, like, so with Altuve right now, like there, there's – clearly Dubon's a better fielder, right? Yes. Um, where's he going to fit in in like 2028 and 2029 cuz i'm anticipating that Jordan Alvarez is going to have to be a dh yeah like much much like you had the situation last year where you had Brantley or, or even the year before where Brantley or Jordan had to be a dh like in 2028 2029 what type of fielder is Jose Altuve going to be and I, and i know i know i'm grasping for straws here but what what how does that fit in? you think he's going to be playing second base in 2028 2029 Th- that's kind of the same vein of what i was just going to say you're keeping him because you have to, but you also, I'm afraid he might have to turn into a novelty. And, oh. and, and, and I don't mean that disrespectfully. Like, he has to get 3,000 hits in Houston. Yeah. If he gets 3,000 hits, it has to be in Houston. So how do you get there when it comes to the field? Like, you and I are on the same thing, but I think. He's 33 right now. Yeah. So how do, where do you put him? He's going to be 34 in May. Mm-hmm. And by the time that contract's up, 2028, uh, 2029, I mean, he's going to be he's gonna be pushing forward. Like, like just to be clear, you have no choice. You have to do it. It's a Jose Altuve. But then there's like, all right, how do we make this work? Uh, how do we make it where he's not just a, a, a novelty like you, you're putting everywhere, maybe the occasional DH, just so he can get to 3,000? Because he he's got to play regularly to get to 3,000. Yes. He has to. Correct. How do you do that? How do you do that? I don't know. Well, I guess we'll. 
be able to find out. I, I wonder what, what it's going to age like, what it's going to look like. But, I mean, I mean, hell, he's going to be making $10 million at that point. So, good on that. The good news is second base is one where you can play longer, yeah. shorter throw. For sure. I mean, he's not washed in the field or anything like yeah. that. It's just that yeah. there's, there's a clear upgrade when Dubon is out there. So, we'll see. And then my second point is, is not – I don't know if I don't know if it's mean or or uh, uh, maybe insensitive or whatever. Alex Bregman cannot like this. Why? Because he's got to get his his. I mean, what's going to happen with him? I don't know. I feel like he might be the guy that leaves town. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like he's like, hey man, I was on those World Series teams too. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I was there, dude. He knows how to play it too. Man. Yeah, I was there. I was on the field. He's got a he's got a margarita <laughs> at El Tiempo now. Saw that. He's got a wing sauce at Pluckers. Mm-hmm. He's got salsa slash barbecue sauce at HEB. Bregman knows how to do it, man. Yeah. yeah. I heard that uh, Lance McCullers was kind of a flop at the sports awards. You did? Yeah. The afternoon show basically said it without okay. saying it. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't it wouldn't, uh, quite up to, up to the standard that Alex Bregman had set. I will say the He took it serious. Mm-hmm. But, like, as far as the hosting, I heard it wasn't, like. Well, it's not his gig. Yeah. It was all new to him. And yeah. it was probably scripted for him, so it's not necessarily altogether his fault. Well, you, you can know. go off the dome a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, you can go off the dome a little bit, but uh, uh, I'm just glad that, that the sports awards were, were pulled off. I, I was worried, to be honest, if we're being completely honest, because no Patty. No, no yeah. no, no offense to, to Gotera uh, and everybody was running it, but Patty was... <laughs> Patty was the queen, man. Yeah. She was She's still the queen. What do you mean she, was? Well, in, in terms of the sports awards. Yeah. I mean, she yeah. was it. C.J. Stroud, uh, he uh, is going to be playing in the NBA um, charity game. How about that? How do you feel about that? How does that make you feel? I, I know you don't like it. My thing is, you know what? This is the world we live in now. This is the world where, where you have an A-list quarterback that everybody's going to want to be a piece, of, a part of. And he's going to have to be – he's going to be in a number of different yeah. things. He's going to be pulled in a bunch of different directions. I don't like it. I don't want him to get hurt. But that's what you got. That's, that's where you live now. That's where it is. Landry Larker, John Lopez, Figgy Fig with you. Coming up next, we're going to get the OG passing thoughts. They got bumped. But we're going to get to them, uh, and we're going to do so next live from Radio Row. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 